return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It is 708 on The Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Galvin? Yeah. Hold on one second. Holding. Stand by. Stand by. Don't worry. We'll be here. Two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. I don't know. Uh, Are you texting someone? No, I was trying to read something real quick to see whose screw up that was. Mm. Make sure it wasn't mine. Yeah. Uh, coming up at eight thirty today, we're going to talk to our friend Brad Meltzer, who is one of the only authors to make multiple appearances on this show. Uh, we'll have him on the air to talk about his new book, which I believe is about Oprah, right? Yes, he's got a. He's always got a series of, of uh, children's books out, and uh, he's got a new one about Oprah. And there was some controversy around him, and we'll talk to him about that. Yes, oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, 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 it's fine. Just confirm. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, without further ado, let's check in with uh, Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. If you're looking for some shoes, guess what? Go to Pelt's because you're going to find the best shoes at the best deals, and you're not going to have to wait around for delivery or anything like that. Go right in there. They have them in stock. And when you whisper my name, Galvin. Falcon. Galvin. Falcon. <laughs> you get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Oh, my God. Oh, right out of the gate. oh, man. The FBI has confirmed that the remains found in the Florida park on Wednesday were those of Brian Laundrie, who's suspected of killing Gabby Petito in Wyoming back in August. So the manhunt is officially over, but obviously there's a lot of unanswered questions. How he died, we'll ne- probably never know the real situation of what happened with Gabby and him because, you know, we're assuming they were the only two people there that knew anything about it. So there's a lot of questions there. Yeah, we don't know how she died, how he died. Uh, we, I don't know. I mean, there could be a detailed letter in there. They did find his, his stuff first. And then they found with his remains. So there may be more information there that they're letting out and letting us know. But it seemed yesterday that the minute they said remains had been found, they had confirmed that it was them before the uh, before the autopsy even came back. So it seems like they were given some information and they knew. Yeah, and the uh, father is the one who found the backpack. So the area that they searched had been previously underwater, I guess, because of uh, flooding and stuff. Right. And uh, so he found it. And a lot of people are like, oh, really? All of a sudden he goes out searching with him and immediately finds the uh, stuff. But uh, so he is dead, and now there is a new point leader for the death pool. I'd like to vote. I vote no. Yeah, I vote no. What? You can vote as much as you want. I vote no. 
Well, hold on. Do you want to vote what again? Is, is, who's the whole point leader? Let's find out what's going on first. <laughs> With 127 points coming from Brian Laundry, that puts me in the lead by 10 points over Mike Kelta. I now have 322 points. So I'm currently the leader. And what do you, what do you say we vote on, Gia? He just wants the vote because we voted a bunch of times. And we before. voted five times. Why not six? <laughs> okay, Geo is Brian Laundry famous enough to be in the death pool? And we've only known him for what five weeks. That's right. I vote no. Spanish. I remain as a no. Uh, I too now vote no. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Like All right. I'm going to switch my vote to no as well. <laughs> it's unanimous. All right. So, so you're what now? How many points ahead of me? Uh, I'm ten po- points ahead of you. But yes, that there is a but. Yeah, there is. Uh, you know, the points are from his age and from uh, uh, him dying in the uh, listening area. But we also have to find out. Maybe I don't get any points. Maybe they find out that he died before I picked him. That's the thing. So um, somebody asked that on social media yesterday. They said, what if we find out he was dead before Galvin picked him? And the uh, commissioner of death said, well, in that case, he'd be refunded the points. Right. And it wouldn't count. So, you know, we have integrity in this we, game. Yeah, you got to have a definitive answer. They can't say, oh, he may have died three weeks to nine weeks ago. Then, you know, who knows, whatever. Also, we got to find out how he died. If it was suicide, that's extra points there. Yeah. If he was also, killed by an animal, that's also, extra Also, uh, is he in a Hall of Fame or does he, has he won a Grammy or not? <laughs> no, he hasn't, Gio. That's uh, why I haven't got any points for that. No, oh, I, I didn't know. I okay, let me see, Gio. Larry guy. King? Have you guys ever even heard of Larry King? No. Gio had Larry. I guess that's how you pronounce it, Larry King? I don't know. It's Larry. Yeah. Larry King. Yeah. Uh, all right, so when we get all the details. Yeah, by the uh, way, I'm being very fair of I totally understand that we still have stuff out there. But currently, I am the lead. Vote that, Gio. Vote it again. One more. Now, um, I did make an emergency pick as well. I saw that. I have some news coming up for you about that. Okay, we'll get to that. All right, go ahead. Uh, Nicholas Cruz, the gunman who carried out the massacre of the students and faculty members at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in February of 2018, pleaded guilty in a Florida courtroom on Tuesday to 17 counts of murder and 17 counts of attempted murder. Cruz, who is 23 now, faces a minimum of life in prison and a maximum of the death penalty, which will be decided by a jury in the upcoming sentencing phase of the trial. The prosecution has uh, said they plan to seek the death penalty. What are we wasting time there for? Yeah, I know he did it. There's no surprise. There's no reason why. I mean, he did it. You just put put him in a... I mean, this is one of those that's cut and dry where you're like, well, you never know with DNA and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, this one, you're like, no, we know he did it. He's a confessed killer. We caught him, and uh, he massacred people to just kill him. That's the, I mean, I, I wouldn't think everybody would agree with that. You would think it would be uh, cut and dry and that easy, but, uh, you know. Like, why, why a trial? Whether he's competent. Yeah. He's clearly uh, nuts. What, he's yeah. clearly nuts, but he can't be in society. And so we're going to lock him away in a jail for the rest of his life, which could be 70 years. Or a psych ward. Yeah, yeah but which even is that, probably what he's hoping. Psych wards are so that you can uh, you can rehabilitate people. Right. You can try and you can either save them from hurting others or you can rehabilitate them and, and put them back on the street. In jail, you just lock them away because... They're they're just holding them till they die. Well, why? Let's just speed up that process. I don't. I I'll never understand that. I don't. I don't know if that makes people feel better about themselves or not. But that's just a, a ridiculous waste of time and a slap into the face of all these families that had kids killed by this guy and and they know for sure that he did it. That's right. just awful. 
Uh, this is pretty crazy. An Illinois high school student has been sentenced for hate crimes after posting a Craigslist advertisement that offered to sell a black classmate as a slave. The male Naperville Central High School student was sentenced to two years of probation and 100 hours of community service. The student pleaded guilty to two counts of felony hate crime and one count of misdemeanor disorderly conduct. The white student snapped a photograph of his classmate and then posted on Craigslist ad using the caption, Slave for Sale, Naperville, alongside a description that included a racial slur. Was there any time... Where somebody was like, this is a pretty good idea. You yeah. should do this. It's no. funny. It's uh, not a great uh, idea, guys. What is going on? Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning revealed their 2021 Stanley Cup championship ring Thursday night. Uh, coaches, players, and members of the ownership were presented with their rings in a private ceremony. The Lightning's 2021 Stanley Cup championship ring, which you can see on uh, Bone TV, has an incredible 273 round diamonds. 45 custom-cut diamonds, 20 princess-cut diamonds, 30 custom-cut sapphires, and 22 tapered baguette sapphires for a total gem carat weight of approximately 31.67 carats. The uh, top of the ring opens like a uh, book to reveal special details from the team's 2021 season. Yeah, as we talked about a little bit earlier, I guess it's... uh... It's cool to have as a display piece, but I think awkward to wear as a ring. Most championship rings are. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, it's just weird. They're looking more and more comical these than, than like, championship rings. You know, so last Christmas or the Christmas before, my in-laws got me all six replica rings for the Steelers Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about bringing one or two of those to Vegas with us and just wearing it. <laughs> just wearing just it. to see what happens. Oh, yeah. Be like, I don't know, no big deal, Super yeah. Bowl. What's up? Yeah, they they gave it to him in those little boxes, you know those. Yeah, uh, it looked pretty cool. And uh, each one has like a had a picture inside. I, I don't know if it's of them individually or if it was. Uh, uh, I don't know. It looks like the each box had either a video, video or a picture. I can't tell. I think it was video. That's what it looked like to me. Uh, uh, I think yeah, it was it video. Like video. I don't know. I remember the bu- with the box, they opened their box, and the ring would spin and it had a little light oh, shining down on it yeah. inside the box. You know they were competing this year. The, yeah, they made it right there. Well, like, oh, we have to compete with the Bucks. Right? The fact that the Bucks, the, the Bucks, the the top comes off. That was the first time I'd ever seen that. Yeah. Where and now the lightning is the same thing, where the top yeah. comes off. It opens. Yeah. You yeah. Put, yeah. You know, store your iocane powder in there. Yeah. People that do drugs were not shocked by. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you have. It was been cool doing when that. the Bucks did it. Now yeah. the lightning's like, eh. Yeah, well, they got to come up with something. Uh, make sure you're getting your scratch-off tickets. According to the Florida Lottery, 69-year-old Catherine Williams from Tampa. Claimed a $1 million prize on the new Ooh. Gold Rush Limited scratch-off. Williams awesome. decided oh. to receive her winnings in a one-time lump sum payment of $795,000. The Florida Lottery says Williams purchased her golden ticket from the Publix, located at 2724 Hillsboro Plaza. So, Carmen, we've talked about it. Uh, the Publix is where to get the scratch-offs. Yes. Yeah. That seems where they always win. Of course, they'll get a $2,000 bonus commission for selling the winning ticket. If you're Publix, don't you just give that to the clerk? You should. Yeah. $2,000 yeah. would mean anything to Publix. Right? Yeah, yeah, it would make sense for them to do that. Uh, by the way, 69 years old, you get a million dollars. That's pretty good timing right there. Yeah, for real. You're like, I'm done, I'm retired, and now here's a million dollars. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, a, <laughs> speaking of dumb stuff in schools, so we have the one student that is uh, selling the other student as a slave, which is a terrible, 
terrible idea. We have this now out of California. A public school teacher was placed on leave after a video emerged of her wearing a Native American headdress and chanting in front of her class while teaching trigonometry. The Riverside Unified School District teacher, allegedly Candace Reed, uh, can be seen dancing around the class wearing feathers on her head and making tomahawk <laughs> motions while chanting. Uh, in, we actually have it up on uh, Bone TV. You can see this. Hang on. Let me pull the uh, audio up here, Joe, to go along with it. Yep. Uh, it is really like nobody said, hey, you, don't do that. What are you doing? Like, you're crazy, lady. I got to tell you, I'm not as I'm not as angry about this. You've seen this a million times in movies. Can, and, a okay, can I point yeah. out? Can I point out the kid who filmed her doing this is Native American? Okay, but but like like Joe just said, it, it, it's the Seminoles. Whenever you go to a Seminole game, they do the same thing. It's a war chant. It's it's. I well, mean, I don't know what doing it. I, I don't thought. know what this had to do with trigonometry. Chanting something that they use for trigonometry, some saying that they use. Well, here, take a listen and take a look on Bone TV. Here we go. She looks like a lunatic. Yes. Okay, but let me let me just tell you what Sokotoa is saying over there. Uh, what she is doing is she is um, humiliating herself so that her students can remember the ridiculous thing that she's doing so that they can remember what she's trying to teach them. Right, and stay interested in the class. Right, Right. and she's not trying to mock uh, American Indian. She's not trying to be negative towards anybody. She's trying to do something so silly that the kids will remember what it is she's trying to teach. She should get points for being a good teacher and and putting herself out there instead of (laughs) doing anything else. Let me present my case now. It is 2021 and you're a school teacher and you know how people are. And you have a Native American kid in your class and you're about to go and dance around with feathers on your head. Do you talk to that kid and go, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. How does this sit with you? No, because she's not, she wasn't really trying to do anything concerned with American Indians or Native Americans. She was trying to do something silly that would make them remember the lesson that she did. If you were trying to, it's like if she w- if she had written a song like Fettuccine. Uh, first, you take the thing yeah. and do it. This, da, ba, da, da, ba, da, 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 and she made a fat Italian thing. It's just, it's not about. She's not mocking the people. She's trying to use this to teach them a lesson. And also, do you know he's? Is he full Native American? Is he half? Is no, he's he full quarter? Native American. Do, does she know that? You, you, like, he actually had uh, arrows on him. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. Like, how does but, she? Is she supposed to know? Even if there weren't any Native American kids yeah. in that class, you're a teacher. And you're mocking Native Americans, but she's not. She, she 100% I don't think she, is. I don't she's think she's not mocking Native American, yeah. and she's doing a dance and doing all this stuff that's not real. She is mocking right. them. No, she's not. She's she's putting herself out there and doing something silly so that they can associate that with what she did in the classroom, so that they never forget the lesson that she was trying to teach. If she was so like, if she was a history teacher, and she was like, and then the Native Americans did something like this. That's her mocking the. Uh, 
the Native Americans. So what? So imagine if she had like there was an Asian kid in the class, and she started talking in a stereotypical Chinese Asian voice. They'd be the same thing. Yeah, but but it's funny because because she'd she, be mocking them. As but if she would have done this with an Italian, or if she would have been like, okay, uh, if she put on a little leprechaun outfit and she was like, this is where your pot of gold is. No one's gonna be like, oh my god, fire her. But all of a sudden you're like, she's like, oh, welcome to Asia, right. and everybody's like, ooh, she's saying something bad. Well, like, she's huh. she's mocking the stereotype, is what. But she's, she's using also, the stereotype. Her intentions are good. Yes, but she needs to be smart. And that's what you need to look at. No, you need to look at what her intentions down. are. Yeah. That's the problem, though. Right or wrong, I'm not saying whether she should have any repercussions or right. anything. You have to know you're going to. Yes. You're going to 100%. But if you... you it... <laughs> I mean, uh, I you have, never forget Sokotoa. You know, I, it, if you're in that class, I appreciate her commitment. Yeah, yeah. and and look, which she, it is trigonometry. So. She's not. Uh, she's not mocking. She's mocking herself is what yeah. she's doing. And and the and the thing is, is just, I agree with you, Galvin. I mean, you got to be scared to do this sort of thing. But I think if your intention is not to, your intention is to help and not to hurt. That's what you have to look at. Like, who would fire this woman over that? Like who? Oh, what is the reason? She's, she's going to be fired. But yeah. what is the reason for her being fired? And if she didn't... because she's mocking Native Americans. Yeah. But she's... I, let's, listen, listen. I I'm not saying she is. I'm saying that's going to be their reason right. for it and stuff. Yeah. And you saying about Italians and Irish and all that stuff. I agree that nobody's going to care about that. But also Americans didn't go and murder an entire race. You know? I know, but you know what? No, neither did her four generations before her yeah. didn't do anything. It doesn't, you know doesn't I mean? matter. I know. I'm saying she should know yeah. better. And, a, and a, if she's not smart enough to know that, she's not smart enough but to also, teach. But think about this. If she didn't have the headdress on, if she didn't have the feathers, and she did this, then there's no complaint. Then there's right. no problem. Right, yes. What if, she, Probably, what if yeah. she dresses like the Godfather and she was like, so Katoa, I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. A so Katoa, yeah, and then she's like, "Now let me eat some pasta." Right? You know, yeah. Nobody is gonna say anything about it. And and uh, or so Katoa of the Irish man. That that means they should fire that PDQ lady. Everyone's the, yeah. not PDQ. I keep poor PDQ. You can't blame for it. The DoorDash lady. Yeah. The golden tenders. Yeah. Fire that bitch. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. she. I I have never. She is more hated on the radio than Monica. <laughs> oh yeah. It's yeah. Okay. It's hard to do, hundred yeah. percent. And you know they told her, just have fun with the read. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Two voices. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. By the way, she is on leave. Just so you know, she's the, course, the yeah. DoorDash lady. No, <laughs> this lady. This. Oh. Uh, I I, I have to tell you, I didn't like a majority of my teachers, and uh, I still am on this lady's side. I think yeah. that she was going out of her way to try and do something to help the the kids. There are way worse things she could have done. I do I do think what she did was unintentionally inappropriate. Uh, but she could have been a lot more. She could have done something a lot more intentionally racist, and we'd go, "Well, yeah, that was that was stupid." Well, one hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, you have to be smart enough to know yeah. what the public is going to do. I am not going to go out and wear something on Halloween where I go, "I don't know, should I wear this or not?" Yeah, let me just go with it and see yeah. whether people will be offended. I'd go err on the side of caution and not do that. But everybody, but this is my only argument, is when are we going to start bringing up the fact that do you judge a person by the sum of their parts or by one mistake that they've made and now she's crucified for the rest of her life because she yelled Sokotoa with a headdress on. Like, this person might be yeah. for all intents she went to a college to be a teacher. Yeah. She wants to help kids, but now we're going to drag her through the coals because she made one mistake. overworked. Yeah. Right, and I am not saying that that is the correct way. I'm just saying that is the times that we live yes. in right now.
Yeah, which, you know. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, Gavin. You're like, you should use your head right. and you should make a smart decision. But I, I am still at the point where oh. I'm like, how do you, it's, it's like how you punish comedians for making jokes. Yeah. I, I, don't, I just don't understand how we're letting that fly as a society. I, I, I would say also, as a teacher, you're held to a higher standard because you're in a public setting teaching children. Yeah, and you have teachers to be, are automatically. You really have to be sensitive to all of everything. the kids. Yeah, yeah, you really do. Question, and that's got to be that's gonna be a landmine for teachers to walk yeah. through. Yeah. If we find out that uh, that this lady is Native American, does she get a pass for this? Is she allowed to do it? Yeah. She yeah. should be able to. Yeah, yeah you'd think. If I were her, I'd start doing my 23. Oh, real quick. 100%. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll see that she got fired, and you know she's on yeah. leave right now. We'll see what happens with that. Cancel. Uh, I'm gonna hire her as a, as a private tutor for my son. Hey. All right. Uh, earlier this month, a woman in northern Michigan was uh, watching TV in her living room when a burglar walked into the room. She screamed, and her husband chased the guy off, but the cops tracked him uh, down nearby. His name is Kevin Teague. He's 43 years old. He was in his parents' backyard when police found him. But when a cop tried to talk to him, he ran off into the woods. It was dark outside, and he got away, so they brought in a canine unit but couldn't find him. Turned out they uh, didn't need to because Kevin ended up getting lost in the woods and actually had to call 911 <laughs> to come and save him. Uh, uh, they figured out that he was uh, where, where he was and uh, flagged him down and stuff. He's uh, facing charges for breaking and entering and resisting arrest. Well, people are idiots. Yeah. I would have been an entirely different phone call. I would have been a dead man in my living room. I got away. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> I didn't plan this out. A <laughs> uh, 40-year-old guy in Pittsburgh is facing charges for throwing a pumpkin at a woman's head. His name is James Gizes, uh, and uh, he was at home when he heard his wife started yelling at someone outside. The woman she was yelling at was the neighbor's mom, who was there picking up her grandkids, and he threw a pumpkin at a grandma. James' wife was angry because the woman was parked in front of their house, uh, so she claimed the woman uh, almost hit her child whenever she pulled up, but footage from the security camera shows that that wasn't really true. Uh, James came running out, believed whatever his wife was saying, and threw a pumpkin at a grandma's head. Uh, then he tossed another one through her driver's side window, and it hit her in the uh, face. Uh, she ended up with a concussion. Is he the Green Goblin? <laughs> she ended up with a concussion. Uh, he also got into a fist fight with his neighbor, who uh, was the victim's son. James is now facing charges for aggravated assault and, quote, propulsion of missiles. Oh. Uh, there's a picture of James up on Bone TV. He's a normal guy. These are things I learned about uh, from reading the mugshot saying, uh, uttering a forged instrument and using an item as a missile. Uh -huh. <laughs> Those are, you're like, how do you make a missile? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what that's all Chuck about. a pumpkin. Anything in throw, yeah. Propulsion mm -hmm. of a missile. A <laughs> uh, 28-year-old guy named Edward Rodriguez was uh, walking into a Waffle House on, uh, in Florida on Monday evening with his dog, and he announced that he was going to rob the place. He shouted, uh, shouted quote, get on the ground, y'all getting robbed. Uh, he didn't appear to have a weapon, but he did raise his hand with his finger out in the shape of a gun. He also admitted that he was high and drunk. Uh, the robbery wasn't uh, what witnesses were expecting. Edward grabbed some napkins, 
and walked out. Got into his vehicle and drove off. Uh, someone called 911, and the authorities identified Edward. Uh, they uh, found him, and he admitted that he had been at the Waffle House to get some napkins. He also said he was uh, going to rob the place, but it's unclear why he didn't follow through, or maybe he was just robbing them of napkins. <laughs> uh, either way, he was charged with unarmed robbery and assault. Yeah. Well, I think some people maybe go in there with intentions and then change their mind. Yeah. Say, Chicken out. Uh, I don't know whether you guys know this or not, but a uh, study shows that people with lower pitch voices are more dominating. <laughs> uh, more dominating, outgoing, and open to casual hookups. Ooh. Yeah. Hey. That True. goes, by the way, for both men and women. So if you meet a woman and she's like, hi, I'm Sally. you be like, hey, what's going on, Sally? Yeah. Get to work over here. <laughs> uh, today is a two different national day. Well, actually, today's a national day. Tomorrow's a national day. But since we're not going to be here tomorrow, I figure we'd take advantage of it. Today is a food, a type of food. It's kind of a snack. Okay. National. Any guesses? Potato chip Pretzels. day. Pretzels. No, close, though. Peanuts. Well, uh, Joe, nuts. you're very... Yes, nut. It's okay. National oh, Nut Day. I'm assuming they're talking about nuts that you eat. These? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so today is National Nut Day, so enjoy some macadamia nuts or some peanuts, whatever you want. And then tomorrow, and Mike, I thought this would uh, suit you well since we're not going to be here tomorrow. Tomorrow is National Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. Oh. So if you guys want to slap yeah. Spanish over there, I figured... Well, it's know. interesting that you think Spanish is the annoying one. Oh. <laughs> who you got? No, it's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Or Pap Pap. Pap Pap, you want to slap Spanish or slap Spanish slap you? He, uh, he, Joe never annoys me. Yeah, see? Gio doesn't have it in the, in the system in Spanish. Oof. I was going to kill Spanish yesterday. Oh. Why? Oh, what did he do? Oh, Spanish. Why? What did I do? Oh, he Same doesn't thing. even know. He doesn't even know. Same thing as usual. We don't work in a business where you can't not answer your phone. <laughs> Everything is time. There's, there's time. In a shower? Yeah. yeah. I was at the gym. I know, but you. Can't, I don't know. When I'm at the gym, I keep my phone near me in case something important calls. Or my check wife it. Everyone's been wrong. an accident or something. I did check it, and I called you back three minutes after you called me. It was me. more than three minutes, it was three but minutes. we had already missed the window. What, what for what? I can't talk about it on the air. Yeah. There was something that uh, sales needed to know, and I needed an answer, and I could not provide them with the answer because I could not get a hold of you. Well, you I made them look foolish. Michael. I'm not not mad at you. I just wait till tomorrow to slap you. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever kicked you to voicemail on my phone. You've never kicked yeah. me to voicemail. Yeah. I mean, you've you've answered me while you were yelling at your kids. That is true. You've answered me on vacation. Yeah. You answered me um, uh, from your other job. Really, anybody that calls me, I answered. Yeah. Answered you while you was eating the pizza in the closet? Yep. Mm-hmm. I've uh, even had Galvin call me and said to tell Spanish to answer his phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's been times in here where I said to Carmen, I go, I mean, how do you not answer your phone? Yeah. Well, the, wor- the worst yeah. is we were just texting minutes before that. Yeah. Well, you and I. Yeah. And then I text you, and then I called you, and you didn't answer. I'm like, how do you not answer? I just was texting with you. Yep. Yeah, because I, I, I was in, like I said, the middle of working out, but I yeah. will not, I will. When no, I, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to call you out. anymore. Yeah, I will stop working out. No, I'm just not going to call you anymore. Doesn't okay, matter. that's fine. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. I'll slap you tomorrow. <laughs> you can do it today. Fine. <laughs> then just remind him tomorrow. Uh, Bud Light is selling new eggnog-flavored hard seltzer for the holidays. <laughs> Ew. It is a part of a new variety 12-pack called the Ugly Sweater Pack. We have a picture up on Bone TV there, which they also did last year, but three of the four flavors are new. So they have seltzer nog, mm-hmm. sugar plum, and cherry cordial. 
Uh, the fourth one is Cranberry, which uh, was also in last year's Ugly Sweater Pack. Uh, they'll be available nationwide starting November 1st. Uh, it comes on the heels of the uh, fall flannel pack that they had just out in uh, September. That one had the uh, pumpkin spice, maple pear, apple crisp, and toasted marshmallow. Ooh. Yeah. Apple crisp, toasted marshmallow sound good. Uh, um Eggnog with seltzer in it is like somebody threw it up in a cup. But that's that's the thing is you're thinking that it's going to be creamy and this yeah. and that. it's just going to have a little uh, eggnog like a vanilla you know nutmeg aftertaste. I think is probably what it will be, which will be fine. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be delicious. Like they're not putting out anything that people are going to yeah. be like, oh, what the hell. <laughs> so if you want to try that out, ugly sweater pack from Bud Light, the new eggnog flavored hard seltzer. Comes out on November 1st. Maybe we should have a bunch delivered here and just taste test them all. Check it out. How about this? How about this? Ready Whip has a new Swiss Miss Whip topping flavor that tastes just like hot cocoa. Yeah. I always thought it was the... It was the fact that you had, like, a vanilla cream inside the hot cocoa, the, the mixture of the both. Right, but this now you could put, like, hot cocoa on top of your ice cream or hot cocoa okay, okay. on top of uh, apple pie. And then you have <laughs> apple pie hot cocoa taste, you know. I got you. I think it'd be pretty good. Uh, thank God Mo texted me to let me know about this next story. Hey, that, that we only know about because, uh, I don't know, I had... 15 different news sources emailing me about it. We had already talked about it this morning, and of course, everybody knows about it. But Mo. The good rule is if you know about it, we already know about it. A film crew member has died, and another was injured after actor Alec Baldwin discharged a prop firearm on the set of the movie Rust in New Mexico on Thursday. Uh, Director of photography, who is 42 years old, uh, the guy was transported to the hospital via helicopter and pronounced dead. By medical personnel, according to the uh, Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office. So it was a prop gun that yeah. he shot. And I guess the director actually was taken to the hospital as well. Yeah, he his shot condition, the director too. Yeah, his condition, uh, you know, currently unknown, whatever. But this guy actually died. So it was a prop gun. And I guess something discharged out of it and killed the guy. The ironic thing is, is that um, he, even though he blocks me on Twitter, I follow him on Instagram. And he had tweeted or he put up a picture on Instagram of him earlier in the day from the movie set where he was dressed like a cowboy. And uh, I was like, oh, he's making like a Western or whatever. And then the next thing I read was he, he shot this person. Now, do you remember um, Do you remember the show? Uh, what was it called? Remember, it was where they time-traveled? Voyagers. Voyagers was on in the early 80s. It was about a kid, uh, and a guy comes crashing into his room, and he's a time-traveler, and they have to go... They have this little thing that looks like a compass, and they go travel through time, and uh, they go back to you know different scenarios in history. It was a real cheesy show, but we were we were young when it. We probably had to be like ten or eleven when it came out. Do you remember that? I don't. The I... guy who was the main time traveler was John Eric Hexum, who is a beautiful man. He he was like George Michael before George Michael. He was so good looking, and he shot himself with a prop gun. He was making a joke. And he shot him, he like put the gun to his head and pulled the trigger and killed himself on the set. They say by accident because he didn't realize that something would come flying out of the gun. That, mm-hmm. that did not happen to Brandon Lee? It did, yeah. That's yeah. how Brandon yeah. Lee yeah. died. Um, yeah. And they, they still released the movie, The yeah. Crow. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a, I think there was a, another person that stepped in in some of the scenes. And somebody yeah, and, and filmed it. That did the I, I was, actually was thinking about Voyagers, and I was like, what? That show was so great. I remember when I was a kid how they would go through time and they were helping Marco Polo out and all that stuff. I was like, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to find that. So I found where it was streaming, I think, on Amazon Prime, and I paid like $25 for the whole season, and I watched one episode, and I'm like, this show is garbage. Nah. Garbage. Even as a 10-year-old, I think I probably could have recognized that show was garbage. <laughs> I don't remember what it was that I was attracted to, but that show was awful. Yeah. Yeah. So voyage your way out of that. Uh, uh, well, and don't, also, don't point a gun regardless of whether there's, yeah. oh, it's blanks or it's unloaded, unloaded. or anything like that. Yeah, that's... that's unloaded uh, is the number one thing you hear. Oh, it right. wasn't loaded. Yeah, okay, but you didn't know that there was one in the chamber or when you unloaded it, the guy next to you picked it up and put one in there and you didn't know. You just don't mess around like that. No. You don't Don't put your finger on the trigger and don't, don't aim the gun at anybody. I saw a video of a guy who was at a shooting range and it said, don't be an idiot like me and not know the guns have kicks and this that he shot and then it flipped it kicked back and he still had his finger on the trigger and it shot and it went right past his head so he shot forward it kicked back and he tried to grab the gun and pulled the trigger and shot right next to his face oh if you don't know what your gun does when you're shooting it and you're holding it in the wrong spot you'll you'll smash your uh your finger you'll i i had my thumb on the back up too high and when the thing, uh, the the thing went back and came forward, it caught the skin from in between my thumb and my my pointer finger and pulled it in there, and that hurts like hell. That's the last time you'll ever do that. That's the uh, that's a pretty painful mistake to learn. Oh. Plus, everybody in the gun range knows you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no. Uh-oh. Tommy DeBarge. A member of uh, both the R&B outfit Switch and the famed DeBarge family has died at the age of 64. According to TMZ, the vocalist and musician had been suffering from both liver and kidney failure for some time now. He transitioned into the hospital after being admitted a couple weeks prior. His daughter also revealed that her father was one of many who battled COVID-19 earlier this year. We all agree that Tommy DeBarge wouldn't be in the death pool, right? It's no, El DeBarge, I, uh, yeah, Joey DeBarge. I got to be honest with you because I looked for Tommy DeBarge and looked for Switch on Spotify and I couldn't yeah. find any. The only thing I could find was actually El DeBarge, which he was not right. a part of, but that's DeBarge family. But he was the one that was married to, I think, Janet Jackson or something. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, all right, good. I'm glad we agree on that. No voting necessary. No, no, no. And Mike Kelta Hi. made an emergency pick. Would you like to tell us who the emergency pick was? Yeah, I don't even have to say his name. I just have to say, hi The Lone Ranger. No. Oh. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Which I had heard um, had to be rushed to the hospital and prayers were needed for a Hacksaw. I don't even know what his illness is and I don't wish him death uh, by any means. It's it's not about, uh, I hope that I'm wrong. Uh, he's been on the show. He's a nice guy. I've met him a bunch of times. Uh, I hope that I'm wrong, but if I'm not. Well, great news. Oh, no. WWE legend Jake the Snake says... Hacksaw's surgical procedure was successful. Oh, damn it. And his friend is on the mend. Uh-huh. Yeah, his uh, wife, Deborah Duggan, had announced the troubling uh, news on social media that uh, he had been rushed to the emergency room for emergency surgery. Uh, he, she said, uh, quote, back where we don't want to be. Please pray for Jim and his doctors as he has emergency surgery this morning. But according to Snake... He is uh, he is in good uh, condition now. I don't know that I trust Jake the Snake Roberts to deliver medical <laughs> yeah. news. I don't know. I, I'd rather get it from Mrs. Duggan or yeah. from a doctor. All I know right. TMZ was reporting on it. So. Yeah. The, the fact that he's 67 from that generation of wrestlers, he's already 
long beefy oh, odds. Yeah. 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 Because all those guys die very young. And you never know, recovering, you know, you may catch COVID or something happened or this, that. But according to uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, great news, he is uh, well successful surgery. Her saying back where we don't want to be leads me to believe he's got a uh, problem, uh, you know, something that keeps Yeah, there was something going on. And, you know, who knows whether he was like, nah, I don't want to do anything. And then they finally were like, hey, emergency, we got to do surgery and yeah. fixed it. But uh, we'll see. For, so if, right now they're saying he's in good condition. I wonder if it was heart surgery it because was. he had AFib problems like last right. year where he was in the hospital. Right. That's what it was. So even though he's out now, the ticker could... Teeter off any minute. Yeah. Surgery was successful, and then he was bit by a snake. Wait. No, yeah, that's Hi-o. bad news. Uh, a nineteen sixty seven Grateful Dead T shirt designed by Hell's Angel Alan Gut Turk sold for how much at, at auction? I know you have a bunch of Grateful Dead T shirts, Mike. So you're yeah, probably going to want to sell some of these. How much do you think a T shirt? Designed by a Hell's Angel for Grateful Dead was sold for how much at auction? I, I know the answer to this, so I can't comment on it. I can't imagine a dirtier, smellier shirt than a <laughs> yep. Grateful Dead They said Dead it was in good shape. D- designed by a Hell's Angel. It sold for $17,640. Oh, oh, my God. That actually sets a world record for the highest price paid for a vintage rock T-shirt. And they said that when they put it on auction, they only expected it to get maybe $1,000. Yeah. Like, they had no idea that they would get that much That's money. That's bananas. That is bananas. People love that band. That's the thing. That's the thing. they got such a huge following. Yeah. What do you do with that now that you have it? You just hang it in your bedroom? Tell it. your other friends that love the band yeah. that you went to travel to see them with that you have their shirt. I paid $200 less for the tip of Jerry Garcia's finger. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine wearing that to a uh, Dead & Company show or whatever. People would just bow around you. Oh, oh yeah. He is the one. As a tear. <laughs> Your age right off your body. Oh, yeah. Even if I had a lot of disposable income, I can't imagine wanting to purchase yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. but okay. Like from, any, so, from anybody, any band or anything. Okay, so Geo, say that you uh, hit the Powerball and you have $400 million in your bank and you're like, oh, the Back to the Future shoes. I want to buy those. How much are they? They're 50 grand. And you're like, yeah, no problem. Or Fred Durst's red hat. Oh, yeah. Oh, All sweat stained. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing you have to take into consideration is like David Wells. I don't remember the numbers, but I remember the ratio. He bought the Babe Ruth hat for 15 grand, then wore it. And then auctioned it off years later for like two hundred grand. Yeah, because yeah. he's a super famous pitcher that yeah. you know made it better. Not some dirt bag that's wearing a, the <laughs> yeah, wearing but a dirty if he, shirt. If he gets his shirt, and then all the members of the Grateful Dead die, and people are clamoring for Grateful Dead merchandise, that's something that could be worth a lot more than the thousand dollars that he paid for it. Yeah, just, or if it's somebody you know, John Mayer, who likes those guys and plays with those guys, he buys it, wears it on stage with yeah. him. Now it's worth even more or something. Yeah. yeah. If there were like some screen used Star Wars props, I would probably buy something like that. I was trying to think the other day what it is that I care about now that I would collect. Because I don't really have anything. Funko Pops. Sports memorabilia. I'm I'm not collecting those to resell them or anything. Idiot executive producers. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Um, I like I like to have the autographed guitars because they look cool hanging in the yeah, studio. Yeah. And they look good. But but I'm not I'm not investing money. Into it, you that. would probably if you you had you were going to buy some like a guitar that was actually used on stage for something because you like then they auction off the Kurt Cobain uh, Nirvana unplugged guitar not yeah. too long ago. But that's that's different. And and I don't even know even if I had a ton of money if I would pay for that because then when you get it what do you do you just stare at it you know yeah. it's like I'm at the point now where I go I don't I don't understand yeah but why. if they had like a Eddie 
Vedder guitar that he autographed that he played on stage somewhere, and it was, you know, like going for 20 grand or something, you know, that may be something you're like, oh, yeah, cool, and then put that in a case right. hanging on the wall and have but that I mean, be as, your special one. Right. Yeah. I mean, as far as going out and collecting, like Gio said, like props from the movies, oh, and yeah. it would not make me happy to have anything. I don't know what it used to be. I'd want to collect everything, baseballs, bats, hats, guitars. Now I'm like, I don't Doesn't Miggs have a, a, a guitar for Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Used guitar? I mean, that is. I mean, he has that in his guitar collection, but where he actually plays it and, yeah. and records with it. And if you are recording in his studio, you have access to his, his instruments to use on your album. So right. it's a little bit of a different story. Plus, he's got a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, he does? I didn't, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. You say Tom had a Michael Jackson glove he couldn't find. <laughs> Tom the Tree Man told me <laughs> yesterday when we were talking about Michael Jackson or the other day, he said that he went to go see the Jacksons tour. What was the victory? The victory, victory tour, tour where he went on tour with his brothers. And Michael threw his white glove in the crowd and Tom caught it. And he has it somewhere, but he can't find it. <laughs> That I would have in a case, yeah. and I'd high five it every day on the way. Yeah, yeah. I'd put in a. It'd be in a safety deposit box. Right, it'd like, be in a bank. box. In yeah. a box. In a box. Like yeah. so, you're telling me you got it home, <laughs> yeah. and then you were just like, yeah, <laughs> just threw it on the counter or whatever, yeah, and so, just yeah. like, yeah, later I'll find it. I have uh, Adam Sandler's shirt and corduroy jacket that he wore in what is that movie? The football movie, The Longest Yard. Where he gets chased by the cops and goes to jail, he's wearing that in the movie, and I ha- I bought that at an online Hollywood auction when eBay first came out, and I bought it with the intention of knowing that one day I would have Adam Sandler on the show and I would have him sign it. And sure enough, the day we had him on the show, I wasn't expecting it, so I didn't have him to have it sign it. But now that is in a drawer somewhere in my office. Every once in a while, I open it up and I go, "Why is there an American Eagle T-shirt in here?" And I go, "Oh, that's out of <laughs> And I just close the drawer and I go, well, "That's it." That's. Uh, I didn't pay a lot for it, but it's. It would be like I thought if I can get him to sign it, then I could put on a little Adam Sandler stand up or something and be kind of cool piece to have. Now it's just in a drawer. Somewhere. So I, I'm looking for Michael Jackson gloves, and they said one of his real gloves sold for three hundred fifty thousand oh, dollars yeah. at the in, in New York. Yeah, I'd start opening up some boxes, yeah. Tom, if I were you. The black jacket he wore in the 1989 sold-out tour is 225000 What do you think my white glove would go for that my brother and I wore in the 80s? Six. When Michael Jackson was cool. Six dollars. Six dollars? Yeah. Okay, but how about this? Let me explain where the gloves came from. My Aunt Lena had very bad eczema on her hands, and she wore gloves so that nobody could see it. And uh, so that we didn't fight over one glove, she gave us both. She exposed our horrible hands so that my brother and I could both have one glove. Right. And then, of course, we fought over the left glove because <laughs> Michael wore it on his left. Not I his wouldn't right. tell people that. Why? <laughs> you know how much it's worth now? My Aunt Lena's eczema gloves? Yeah. With way more than $6. Cent. I yeah. agree. Oh, it's one cent. We had the worst. My, my, bro- my brother had the Michael Jackson um, thriller jacket, oh. the pleather thriller jacket, but he was, we bought it at a flea market, so it was white and black, not red and, <laughs> red and black. Oh, it's just awful. How much you want to bet that Tom winds up going through his stuff and finds it, and it's not Michael Jackson's glove, oh it's Tito's sock or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh, I thought, I thought it was Michael's glove. Tito's sock. <laughs> 
Uh, a biopic about Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne's love story is in the works. Love story? Didn't he try and murder her before? Yeah. Yeah. Did she bang Randy Rose? Yeah. Well, look for that. And then uh, sticking with Ozzy stuff, Black Sabbath has a coll- uh, collaboration with DC Shoes. It's coming out on October 31st. It's inspired by their album Masters of Reality. There is uh, some pictures of the different shoes up on Bone TV. Do you have that, Joe? If you can scroll through to the shoes. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. I just got the, I just got the guys. Mm-hmm. I always wondered in the 90s. When, why they when sneakers were such a big deal and music was such a big deal, why they didn't do a series of uh, Aerosmith "Walk This Way" sneakers, you know, just sort of because bands all wore sneakers on stage. Like why they didn't do more of that a Nike Aerosmith model or something? Uh, didn't Run DMC start that whole thing with the shoes? Well, well the, they wore the Adidas shell yeah. shoes, and so then everybody, you know, they kind of mixed together Run DMC and ACDs or uh, Adidas the shoes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there we go. Oh, There's the nice. shoes. There Joe go. found them. Yep. I like those. I got them. Scroll down there. Oh, yep. purple. Ooh, nice. I have some Led Zeppelin shoes. I, uh, Vans <laughs> did a thing with Zeppelin, and I bought... I wanted to get the uh, high-top ones, but they immediately sold out. Yeah. So I got some uh, leather Zeppelin shoes that I wear every once in a while. It looks pretty cool with, like... Uh, <laughs> Wear a suit and wear Hell Zeppelin yeah. shoes. I wore my uh, Travis Scott shoes last night because I'm a big fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know anything about that. They're just cool-looking shoes. Uh, so a boxing match between YouTube star Jake Paul and Love Island favorite Tommy Fury has finally been booked. Uh, the eight-round matchup, which has been several weeks in the making, will reportedly take place at a venue to be announced in Miami, although they are saying that Orlando and or Tampa are also on the table. That's per uh, Fight Hub TV, so we'll see. It looks like it's just kind of coming together now. But Tommy Fury, of course, is the uh, champ's brother, uh, you know, Tyson Fury. He's his younger brother, who he saw fight on the undercard of one of Jake Paul's fights, and it wasn't very... uh, it wasn't a great fight. Yeah. yeah. He's, not, he's not his brother, for sure. So this is just another one that uh, Jake Paul will probably win. If you can get Tyson Fury and Logan come. Paul to be there to just talk crap, that's right. worth it yeah. right there. For sure. Um, okay, I have a question. What were we talking about before this? Maybe Shoes. No, Travis Scott. Oh, Black Sabbath. How do I let a thought run out of my head so quickly? Michael Jackson's love. No, it was about <laughs> boxing, collecting things. Ozzy and Sharon. It was about boxing? I mean, I think so. Well, now, now you just planted so many new thoughts in my head. Well, that was all the stuff we yeah. were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube star oh, Jake Paul. I, got it. There I you brought go. it right back I around. Did, I did it. Love Island. Yes, Love Island. You were the one telling us about that, right? No, that's what a different this? one. Okay. The, Which one is hosted by Nikki Glazer? Nikki Glazer hosts, uh, what is it called? Um, what are guys? Oh, man. It's some sort of hookup island thing, right? Yes. F-Boy Island. F-Boy, F-Boy island. island. That's what it is. Which was a really, really good show, but the finale ruined it. And it really ruined it to have another season. But I guess they're doing another season, and it doesn't make any sense hey. to me. Well, let me tell you where we at a difference in society, okay, and how, how the genders are treated differently. There is a pretty solid rumor going on. I don't know it to be true, but it's a pretty good rumor. And I don't even know if you heard this, Gal, but it was it was a couple of months ago. Nikki Glazer, they were saying she would be canceled because it came out that while she was filming that show, she had affairs mm, with yeah. two two married producers on the show. Yeah, I think yeah. we talked about it. And ruined the marriages and all that. And you never hear another word about it. No. Now had there been 
uh, Ryan Seacrest hosting the show and banging two of the producers, he would be. They'd be like, "Oh, but, I have to cancel." Yeah. That but now. see, but that's not true because you have to think about who are the producers. Because it may not be just because she's a girl and it's Nikki Glaser. It could be because of who it was with and who their wives are and everything like that. And they could have buried it. Yeah, I mean that's possibly true. But what I'm saying is, it, it's you know, you, if it's a guy, it becomes a huge story, and all of a sudden that guy's a villain. And I don't, I don't care if Nikki Glaser banged married guys. I don't know if right. she did or she didn't. It's just a rumor that was around. But also, that's none of my business. The also the other thing is, is she's not the boss in that situation. Right. You know what I mean? She's the host of the show, whatever. But the producers are the boss. Yeah. You know, in that situation. So if it's guys, it's still like it's on them. Yeah, they, I wouldn't They're be surprised married. if they wind up being canceled. Be like, you took advantage of the host of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just find it so funny that we don't hear about that anymore. But I, had it been any of these shows as a guy hosting and all of a sudden the story came out, I'd be like, boo, that guy's the Can bad I guy. tell you that Nikki Glaser was always, you know, in pretty good shape and stuff, but she goes, I'm going to be on this F-Boy Island thing, and everybody's going to be wearing bathing suits. Everybody's going to be in great shape. The three girls that are, you know, being suited for are all awesome bodies. And she goes, I am going to get into incredible shape. And yeah. she... Looks unbelievable. You know her face is still a little. You know, I think I always thought she was attractive. I like I, it's, a girl. She's not got, terrible, but she's yeah. got a little bit of a horse face. A little, you know. <laughs> I, but I, her I, body. I like she turned her body into. You know, she was like a seven, and now she's like a but twelve. She was never right. like big or anything. No, not at no, all. But she was no. just a normal skinny girl. But yeah. now she's now like she's got thin. arms. Now, yeah, she's got the the shoulders and yeah. stuff. She looks great. Quads out the yin yang. Yeah, my uh, still the long face though. Yeah. yeah, why? Why the long face? <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I uh, made a little um, midday sextopia yesterday. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, and I had to point out as she was um, non non sexually taking off her her sports bra, how toned her arms and upper body were. I was like, oh, look at this. I was like, you know, normally a girl takes her top off and you're like, just look at them boobs, you know, that's all you want. But I was like, look at your underarm muscle and your shoulders. I was very impressed with her physique. Boulder shoulders, man. Yeah, well, I don't know what that means. It's that means little, she that looks, sounds offensive. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't know. You made it sound like a man. You made it sound like a man. Slap him, it's free. How did she compliment you on what body part? She said, you're very soft. Handsome, very handsome. So Chris Pratt, you know Chris Pratt, not Chris Pine. And not Chris uh, Evans. Evans. Chris well, I Pratt. wasn't confused until you said it now. Yeah. Okay, now I know. Chris yeah. Pratt is the one from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Star Wars. Yes. Right. Parks yeah. and Rec, yeah. Well, he was never told that they were releasing an album by his Parks and Recreation band, Mouse Rat. What? <laughs> yeah. So when they asked him to help promote it, he was like, no. Nobody ever even told me that you guys were putting that out, and I guess... He wasn't getting any money or whatever, Aww. so he's like, "Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah maybe tell, cool. maybe the, tell the lead singer of the band, yeah. that promoting <laughs> the stuff." Mouse no, Rat. Uh, I have some new music for you guys. Oh, I yes. love new music. Don't uh, forget, we got a major concert announcement coming up in, a, in about five minutes. Yes, uh, this is new music. Uh, when you know who it is, yell it out. Here we go. New music on the Mike Kelta Show. Give it all up, featuring Tove Lowe. Yeah, where's she been? Oh, is that a female? I don't know. Yeah, remember she had that uh, 
I get high, high all the time song or something. No. All right. I might be smashing. Yeah. Or is that a candy from Switzerland? No, no, it, that's a Swedish singer. Oh, okay. yeah. Toblerone. Yeah. Oh, oh the Toblerones are so that's good. That's good stuff. Those are delicious. Oh. Yeah. I'd rather eat a Toblerone than listen to Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, in news, uh, what is your favorite talk show moment? Uh, obviously, there's been a ton of different stuff, but uh, the website Mental Flaws put together a list of 20 memorable ones. Uh, I have the top 10. This is no particular order, but if you can think of some of the different stuff. I would imagine when happened. Tom Cruise jumped on uh, Tom Oprah's Cruise, couch. Yes, jumping on Oprah's couch. That happened in 2005. And uh, then also Tom Cruise fighting with Matt Lauer. Uh, Tom Cruise and Matt Lauer. Let's see. That is not in the top ten. Uh, Does late night talk shows? Yes, down? late yeah. night talk shows, daytime talk shows, any kind of talk show I'll, is in there. What? I'll say uh, Bill Clinton playing saxophone. That's good. You Our know, video. that absolutely should be in there. And like I said, this is no particular order. This is uh, ten of them that are in there. But, yes, Gio, that would definitely certainly go in there. The Kanye West thing wasn't a talk no, show. No, no. show. What about no. Drew Barrymore showing David Letterman her boobs? Uh, no, that is not on there. Andy Kaufman fighting with the wrestler. Oh, with, oh uh, Jerry, yeah, that Jerry was good. Lawler. Yeah. Uh, some of the ones they have uh, is uh, Larry King Live when Marlon Brando and him sang a duet and then kissed on the lips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I would, what? I would hope it, for Larry King the uh, when he fights with Seinfeld. Oh, that's and, so oh, funny. That that's, the be- that's my favorite Are you of all under time. the impression that my show got canceled? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we were number one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you're getting so upset. Well, it's a big difference. Uh, let's see. Uh, in order to head off the blackmail attempt, David Letterman admitted that he had sex with staffers. Oh, yeah. That was that. interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jerry Springer show when Jerry interviewed a man who was married to a horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is one of the big ones. I remember this clear as day. Uh, Geraldo Rivera when he got his nose oh. broken yeah. by the chair. Oh, yeah. after That's the a big made fight. Geraldo. With yeah. all this stuff, yeah, that was huge. That was uh, Arsenio Hall show when Magic Talk- Magic Johnson was talking about his HIV diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't Fake. know about this one. Maybe you guys know uh, Kristen Bell when she was on Ellen and she oh, had a meltdown over yeah, yeah the, her love for sloths. Yeah, she started crying hysterically when they oh. brought a three toed sloth out. Oh, yeah, boy, yeah, what a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was pretty good when uh, Jimmy Kimmel was on Jay Leno's show, and this was right after the whole <laughs> Conan thing. Yeah, and he said right to him, he goes, "That'd be like you saying that you're going to leave a show and then take it back from the guy that you left it to." And yeah, yeah, he said to him. Uh, Something about uh, about him surprised that he was there, and Jimmy was like, "No more surprised than I am that I'm here right now." <laughs> uh, and then, of course, Doctor Phil, the Catch Me Outside girl. Oh yeah, which yeah. made her a multi millionaire. Yep. yep. You know, between her rapping and her uh, OnlyFans Only yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, Mike, you guessed the uh, Tom Cruise jumping on the couch at Oprah, and number one, no particular order, but this one also Oprah. Everyone. It's a car. Yeah. yeah. In 2004. Can you imagine that? Oh, yeah. what, a, what a day. Being dragged to Oprah and you didn't want to go, and all of a sudden you're like, everybody gets a car. You're like, what? What? <laughs> my brother yeah. was on Oprah. My oldest brother, Tom, him and his buddy, Chris, because uh, it was filmed in Chicago, so they drove downtown, and they got on there, and they were in the audience, and uh, Chris had a question. So Oprah came over and goes, yeah, you had a question for whoever the guest was and put the microphone in front of my brother Tom's face. And my brother Tom goes, not me, him. Like, so, <laughs> like, so scared. He was scared of Oprah. Yeah, he was like, not me, him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a major concert announcement to make, and I'm very excited about this. This is one of my all-time favorites, a guy I've had the opportunity to interview, has been a guest on the show, and I've seen live several times. 
and uh, has been touring with his band, Guns N' Roses, uh, for the last year or so. And now uh, Slash with his other band, Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, which are fantastic live. They will be coming to Ruth Eckert Hall on Friday, March 25th at 7.30. Uh, you can get tickets as they go on sale to the general public beginning October 29th. Uh, however, we as Bone listeners have the opportunity to buy tickets beginning Wednesday, October 27th at 10 a.m. using the promo code BONE. So if you'd like to go see Slash, I mean, you're looking at Ruth Eckert Hall, you're holding about 2,000 people. Uh, Slash is one of the most iconic guitar players in the history of rock and roll music. His albums with uh, Miles Kennedy are are unbelievable. He he did uh, uh, albums where he had all different lead singers on it, and then you hear the songs that he did with Miles Kennedy, and you're like, man, I'd love to see this stuff live. I have seen them live. I've traveled up to New Jersey to see this band play together, uh, and we have a great opportunity to see Slash and Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators here. Friday, March 25th, Ruth Eckert Hall. Tickets go on sale October 29th at 10 a.m. However, if you go October 27th on Wednesday at 10 a.m. and use the promo code BONE, you will be able to get your tickets before anybody else. And feel free to share that among the Bone family and let them know that they can get it and uh, buy as many tickets as you can because that is a thing that is definitely going to sell out. Slash at Ruth Eckert Hall, uh, and the actual date is March 25th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, I can't wait to see it. I'm a huge fan, and we also have front row tickets that we're going to be giving away uh, to that show. So who knows? Maybe we can get I don't know what they do for uh, meet and greets now with COVID and all that stuff, but as things get closer, we may be able to work that into a front row grand prize thing. But either way, if you want to go, I would uh, take advantage of that early pre-sale, and on the 27th, go and get your tickets at 10 a.m. Use the promo code BONE, and let's uh, go support Slash at Ruth Eckert Hall. We have to take a quick break. This is the Mike Caldas show our friend brad Meltzer is going to join us uh, at the bottom of the hour to talk about his new book which surprisingly i just saw an ad on not an ad on facebook but a post on facebook from murr from the impractical jokers james murray of him holding up the oprah book and said that those guys were good friends which doesn't seem like a i mean brad Meltzer seems like the kind of guy that everybody likes but it's just weird that that's his though they're his buddies so uh all right we'll take a break and come right back it's a mike calta show this is 1025 the bone He's a rock and roll icon, and he's coming to Ruth Eckerd Hall. Slash, featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Live, Friday, March 25th at Ruth Eckerd Hall. And the Mike Caltus Show has your exclusive free tickets before anyone can even buy them. Tickets go on sale to the general public beginning Friday, October 29th at 10 a.m. But you're not general public. You're part of the Bone Fam. So you can buy tickets early beginning Wednesday, October 27th at 10 a.m. Just use promo code. Code Bone. Keep listening to the Mike Caltus Show, and you could be sitting in the front row, absolutely free. Slash, Slash. featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, live Friday, March 25th at Ruth. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.